0: Cracking Copy is a marketing and copywriting podcast where we lift the lid on writing for business and read between the lines of effective copy. This is a podcast for creative entrepreneurs and savvy business owners like you who understand the value that great copy can bring to their bottom line. We dive into a different aspect of writing for business in each episode, debunk the myths about how we should write and explore the ways that writing can be fun, conversational and creative while also being high impact for serious results. So listen, laugh and learn with us, Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride, as we share our words and wisdom in each snack-sized episode. Expect some light bulb moments, interesting guests and practical takeaways as we crack the copy code together. So today on Cracking Copy, I am delighted to welcome Sammy Miles to the room. Sammy is a former comedian, a stand-up comedian who has turned copywriter, and she's put in all the great skills that she learned on the comedy circuit into her work. I'm a subscriber to Sammy's email list, and I've bought different products from Sammy in the past. And I can say that she writes really lovely, humorous, personality-fueled copy And It's a real inspiration to me as a copywriter, um, especially because I don't consider myself to be very funny, and I sometimes feel like I can be a bit serious. So I want to learn from Sammy today uh, how to lighten up and how to inject a little bit more humor into what we write. So welcome, Sammy.
1: Thank you for that lovely intro. Yeah, it's nice to be here. So tell me,
0: what brought you to comedy?
1: I uh, moved to Los Angeles um, and I had no comedy aspirations whatsoever at the time. Um, This was in 2011. And I went to this comedy show that featured uh, Tim Heidecker was the headliner and then Neil Hamburger was one of the other comics. But I was introduced that night to this comic named Brody Stevens. Um, Sadly, he's passed away at this point, but he um, had this crazy manic energy and he was like, drumming through the audience and i was like literally scared of him because i didn't know what was going on but um during his set he kept mentioning this class that he took how he broke into comedy was at the comedy store with sandy seashore it was paulie shore's sister but so that always stood out to me and then flash forward several years later um i had a corporate career and i was having to speak in front of like 70 people at a time for trainings and I would get super nervous and I thought I need to get more prepared to do this kind of public speaking. So I remembered that um Sandy Seashore's comedy store class and I decided to take it. And uh, the very first day they she kind of pushed us up on stage. I didn't think, I thought we would just be learning about comedy or something, but no, she just <laughs> pushed us right up there and I had to like do like talk for three minutes in front of these people nothing prepared and I went home crying that day but the next time because I dropped some money on this class so I wasn't going to just give up next class I popped a Xanax I got up on stage and like while the other people were doing their sets I was writing things down and then I got up on stage and then I killed it and Mm -hmm. then from then on I was just I was just totally into the adrenaline rush of doing stand-up sets and um from that showcase at the end of that class, I ended up uh, getting getting scouted and then booked at like all the clubs over LA. And so it just continued. It just like had a natural evolution.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing that you had to, you know, get your brave pants on, if you like, and <laughs> get up on stage and just do it. Improvise, spontaneous. And actually and actually get quite quite hooked on that um enough to want to do it again even though it was painful that first time
1: Um, oh yeah no it's like the adrenaline just takes over and then it's once it's over it just it just feels like the best thing ever yeah I
0: guess you get a big dopamine a big dopamine hit or euphoria rush that especially if you get a few laughs I mean that must be an amazing feeling
1: oh yeah the laughs are addictive
0: yeah and I'm right in thinking that you know you've done comedy shows in Hollywood and um you know, that just to me that is that is great. That is brilliant. You know, that is like the pinnacle of a of a, a career in America. So fantastic. But how then, you know, from doing that um in that corporate world, injected a bit more humor into what you had to do at work and doing a stand up show, how did that transition to be who you are today as a copywriter?
1: Well, so I always kind of thought of comedy as like kind of a creative outlet that I did outside of, you know, corporate America. But then once um, I decided corporate America was no longer for me, comedy was also not an option as far as like something that will make money Mm -hmm. (laughs) but as you know copywriting is a lot more lucrative Um, so it kind of made sense as far as there's a lot of overlap with uh, the writing skill sets that are required for both things Um, so it just kind of evolved in that way Um, and yeah, I wasn't going to go into comedy because they have, like, super late nights and you have to, like, go on tours. And I was so much of a rebel that a rock, rock and roll style life did not work out for me.
0: Yeah, sure. But from what I know about you, Sammy, you have young children as well at home and being a <laughs> being a mum like I am as well. And, you know, certain careers just don't work um, when you've got young children at home. And I guess that's one of them. Um but what parallels can you draw between uh, copywriting and comedy?
1: So there's actually a lot um, in in copy. There's calls to action, which basically means do this thing, and then you're the the reader is expected to do that thing. And if you've made all the words that come before that point compelling enough, then the person's going to do it. And similarly, in comedy, there's just one call to action, which is just to laugh, but you mm-hmm. don't stick that, um, you have to set it up. And so all the words that come before that punchline are, they have to make them laugh, right? Yeah, uh- sure. And then uh, what underlies the punchline is either like an element of surprise or recognition. Um, So you get that unconscious laugh of recognition. And similarly, uh, self-recognition is the goal of copywriting because no one's going to click a button unless they think that's exactly me that you're talking about. Like I can see myself in the copy that you've written. Um, And that's, that's what gets them to say, oh, I need what it is you're offering because I'm the one who needs it. Um, but one way, uh, copywriting is a lot different is that you have to seed in a lot of credibility and that doesn't really fly so much with comedy because if you're like more of, if you're bragging a bit, it better be a setup for something self-deprecating or people are not going to find it funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there are some things that don't wash on the comedy circuit, but it's in with copywriting, but it is interesting that there's actually quite a lot of commonalities between the two and, you know, getting into the mind of your reader, I guess, is like getting into the mind of your live audience. You know, you want them to to resonate with. Um, and a lot of comedy that I like um, is just about stuff that happens daily, you know, stuff that you can really relate to. It's very relatable. And uh, a good copy as well will sort of pull that trigger in that it's relatable to the reader and the reader can picture themselves in that scenario.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but the if so for both, you do want to be relatable, but also with copy, you can't air too much on the side of being self deprecating, because it can make you lose credibility. So that's mm-hmm. like, kind of a fine line that I try to walk with my own copy, like in my own brand voice, if I'm writing for a client, I don't touch on the self-deprecation yeah. too much. But yeah. for myself, I like to experiment a little bit. Um, but I've definitely fallen on the side of, oh, now I'm kind of seeming flaky.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. Um, and for me, you know, comedy is, um, is I, I sort of think it's a really subjective thing, maybe like art. You know, you either see something, you like it, or it's just not your style at all. Um, and some people are going to warm to to your sense of humor. And get your jokes and others just are not um so how do you write for a broad or an international audience and make sure that the messaging is right
1: yeah it's kind of tricky and it really depends on the audience so for comedy the the strategy is played at to the top of the intelligence of the room But for copywriting, you want to be clear over clever, and you want to make sure everybody gets it. But at the same time, you don't want to kind of dumb down your sense of humor, because that'll come across as like insincere and corny. And that's when people start rolling their eyes, and I think maybe that's where dad humor comes from. Because when you become a father, you have to like lose your edge because you can't like curse around your children, and so maybe that's why dads get so corny. I don't know. That's just actually that's
0: (laughs) funny because my dad is super corny. My ten-year-old daughter, he constantly puts jokes in the um, any correspondence or letters that he writes to her, and uh, they're really you know they're straight out of the joke book, the school joke book. You get a groan instead of a laugh. And even my 10-year-old's like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, I feel like they have to transition instead of wanting to get laughs, they have to just get off on getting groans. Like that's yeah. how my dad is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what dads are for, right? Um,
0: so where um where would you think you use humor most in, in your copywriting? You know, is it in your emails, your socials, your sales page? Do you confine it to certain areas, or do you like to infuse sort of funny uh, throughout everything that you do? Does it? I mean,
1: client. It really does. Um, in some some of my more straight laced clientele, I I will button it up a bit, and there'll be you know little little punchlines here and there. But I you can't see it in nearly as much. It has to be like maybe one per email not like Mm -hmm. the entirety is just outlandish nothing like that but yeah for myself um, email is where I go to town because you can tell a lot of stories besides just like your own hero's journey you can tell all sorts of stories about you know your life I mean it works with blogs too but I would say you want to steer away from going out of your way to make a sales page particularly funny. If something happens that's like organic and it feels just perfect um, as long as it doesn't detract from the clarity or the flow of the page, then Mm -hmm. that's chill. But, you know, I would, at some point I would like to experiment and write a sales page. That's like so funny, but so compelling so that when they get to the call to action I can have the button just say, fuck you, I'm in. And they're like holding yeah. their sides because they think it's so funny. And they're like, yes, but that's, that's we'll see. A, we'll see if I ever get yeah, to that point.
0: That's got to be the holy grail, um, yeah. in the pinnacle of your career, bringing those two things together in, in a way that works and actually converts sales into, you know, people into leads, um, leads into sales. Now, uh, I just wonder, you know, is comedy something, you know, is that, that backstory of yours something that you push when you know when you're reaching out to new clients and prospecting for business or um i know it comes through quite naturally in in the emails that you write and the copy that you write but would you say you attract people who like that sort of thing or is that not something you're you know trying to do is it something you sell do you sell yourself on on that comedy thing
1: Well, so on my website, it is like a major source of credibility, just based on like some of the people, like the big names that I've opened for. So I do kind of focus on it on my website. But if I'm prospecting, it really depends on the client. Like I'm not necessarily going to bring that up. Mm -hmm. Um, to somebody who's like you know trauma informed therapy for right. example okay, yeah. um and well and it depends on the person that I'm talking to too because if they have like a sense of humor I can lead with that but um it is definitely a seat of credibility that I mean that's that's what copywriting is all about so if if it will lend credibility to the person that I'm writing for I will leave with that
0: yeah sure sure and, um, you know, do you have to be a certain personality type to inject humor into your writing? Like, I don't I don't view myself as a natural comedian um, and people. I always think people are more likely to laugh at me rather than with me, uh, which is slightly <laughs> sad. But, um, you know, on more than one occasion, I have tried to tell a joke and I kind of like I forget the punchline or something like that. And it's not it just goes down like a bomb. So. Not great. But what advice do you have for people like me who like to lighten up their writing a little bit and weave in some funny, funny jokes or stories?
1: Well, I really think that there's no particular type of personality that lends itself better to to humor as far as like um just being self-aware and speaking to those things. Like if you forget a punchline, you can make that in and of itself funny. Uh, based on how you deal with it but yeah even people that are extremely dull and like monotone um, just seating in like self-awareness that turns into like self-aware irony um, can make something funny one time I went to a comedy workshop and the first exercise they had us do as an icebreaker was to say what our name was what we did for a living and what our pet peeves were and so At the time, I was in my really, really boring corporate career, Um, so I went up there, and I got up to the mic, and I said, hi, I'm Sammy. What I do for a living is write medical device reports and submit them to the FDA, and my pet peeve is talking about what I do for a living, (laughs) and everybody laughed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. so it just depends on yeah how you approach what you're bringing to the table and like can you turn it around on yourself in a way that people aren't expecting Mm.
0: yeah yeah I mean yeah humor I guess I guess as well it's it pays not to be too cliched with it and to actually for it just to you know come out organically as well and that's quite and that's what you described then is quite a natural scenario that you might use to So that's great.
1: Um, Yeah, poking fun at yourself is always a huge tool.
0: Yeah. Although, like you said earlier, you know, there's a fine line to tread about being self depreciating, self deprecating, Deprecating. (laughs) (laughs) and still holding your credibility as a copywriter Um, is a balance, isn't it?
1: For sure. Yeah. You don't want to come off as like a pathetic, sad sack. unless that's your brand
0: yeah of course and some people maybe how can people learn more about you Sammy
1: oh yeah um you can sign up for my newsletter where I have tons of stories in there and you can see examples of there I see it in like little punch lines into my um, emails but then you also get a buttoned up Call to action at the end of every of most emails, even if sometimes it's just like hit reply. Um, and I'm very experimental and transparent in um, my emailing so i will probably be reporting back on things that work or when i unexpectedly get crickets and i also have a copywriting meditation series that includes affirmations for inserting humor into your copy and there is a free meditation um, that will lead to that discounted meditation bundle if you go to catchiestcopy.com forward slash meditation
0: Those meditations are brilliant for other copywriters just to get in that right headspace and to get your your writing hat on before you actually start a piece of work. So highly recommend them. And uh, your email list as well is great for entertainment value is great. There's some real nuggets in there.
1: Thank you. Yeah, if you sign up for that free meditation, then it'll automatically sign you up for my newsletter.
0: Great. Well, it's been brilliant to talk to you today, Sammy. Thanks so much. And yeah, uh, thank you for having me inject a bit more humor into my writing (laughs) thank you so much all right take care thanks you have been listening to the cracking copy podcast with Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride don't miss out on future episodes by making sure you hit subscribe down below to keep up with all our podcasts and more details and resources are in our show notes so we'll see you next
1: time